welcome to another episode of As You Were. I'm your host, Mel, and we got a we got a video episode rolling today. I'm keeping it simple, stupid, just on my nice little iPhone 10 here and got my notes here on the side because today we are chatting about travel points. I wanted to make a little mini series of traveling because that's something that I'm very passionate about. It's something that I find myself wanting to talk about and wanting to share. So let's let's get into it. Travel points. Now, this is why I feel like everyone should have a travel credit card or why you should have a credit card that gives you points instead of cash back. Most of the time, your cash back isn't, you're not getting the most bang for your buck. So I have a couple credit cards that I'll talk about But the two credit cards I have, they do offer you an option to do cash back. And let's say you spend like $2,000. The cash back that you get is only a fraction of that. So I'm personally a fan of travel points over anything, but to each their own. I think it really depends on your, your goal and your lifestyle. I personally prefer travel points and travel credit cards because I love to travel. Not to be dramatic but I think I would die if I only had two weeks of vacation time and I used it all in one one span of two weeks. I couldn't do that. I'm definitely more of a travel lifestyle person. So if I have like a four-day weekend or I will make a four-day weekend and I will go somewhere kind of small and on a budget, some touristy stuff I'll do if it's you know, really popular and well known. So obviously when I came to Chicago, I had to see the bean, like New York City, you see the Statue of Liberty, things like that. But I'm not going to ball out on like a really nice hotel. But I couldn't do any of that without credit cards and travel credit cards. So there are two that I mainly use and two that I really recommend for anyone who likes to fly and anyone who eats out a lot. Number one, I have a Southwest credit card. Now, this is my first travel card that I ever got, and I keep my cards on rotation. So with the Southwest card, when I first got it, all of my subscriptions, everything that I did was used with that credit card because when you sign up for a credit card, if you spend a certain amount of money within their time period or their frame of time, allotted, you can get a crazy amount of points to spend on travel. So with the Southwest credit card, I spent, I think it was like 3K in the first two months or something. So not bad at all. And I got 50,000 points as soon as my next billing statement hit. And 50,000 points can get you a few really nice flights. And it was just because you were making purchases that you make every day. And travel credit cards and credit cards that allow you to have points back instead of cash back, I think are really beneficial because it's almost like a passive income model. So when you're making passive income, obviously your money is working for you. And when you are using these travel credit cards, you are building points without really doing anything other than spending your own money of at stores that you would be spending your money at anyways. So that being said, I couldn't imagine my life without my Southwest card when I had first started. When I was growing up, I was an authorized user on my parents' Southwest card when, you know, for 
small purchases living in the house. So if my dad was like, hey, go get some groceries or if I was paying for gas, I would get that card. And so my parents were able to really accumulate points quickly because they had four people using a credit card. Now for me, I have been on my own travel credit card on my own credit card like that for I don't know, six, seven years now. And so I've accumulated points and I spend them where I see fit. With my Southwest card, I get two times the points back on any purchase within Southwest or travel. And then I get one time the points back on every other purchase. So it really is Southwest centric. And I don't really mind that because I enjoy flying Southwest. I prefer it over a United. And again, I only fly Delta if it's like a special occasion and I'll get into that. But I would really recommend a Southwest credit card to anyone who likes to travel because I think it's the easiest to get approved for and one of the easiest to understand and use since it is with the the Chase app. Now, the second credit card that I have currently is the Chase Sapphire Preferred. I did a lot of research on the Chase Sapphire Preferred. I've had it for about a year and a half now, and I really like it. I think that the promotions that they offer within the credit card itself are updated regularly and honestly relevant. Sometimes credit card companies do promotions that I I know I would never use, so what's the point in getting that credit card? But with the Chase Sapphire Preferred, I get four times the points back, five times the points back on all Lyft rides. I get four times the points back on transportation. I believe I get two times the points back at restaurants and two times the points back on authorized travel. So within the Chicago area, if I were to divvy or if I were to use a Lime, I would get two times the points back on that. And obviously I'm doing that quite a bit. So it it accumulates very quickly. Now, just like Southwest, they have a criteria for a certain spending amount in order to get your 80,000 points with Chase. And I believe, again, it's like three or four K within the first couple of months. But when you rotate your credit cards and you start to use everything with that credit card, it becomes a lot easier. So as soon as I got the Chase Sapphire Preferred, I stopped using Southwest except for Southwest purchases and I started using my Chase Sapphire Preferred. So that's hooked up to all my subscriptions. I use it when I go grocery shopping. I use it when I eat out and I pay it off every month. So that way I'm not really accumulating any unnecessary debt or interest with it. So I really enjoy the Chase Sapphire Preferred. Now, it's not the credit card I want to use forever, but it is a really good credit card to have if you enjoy traveling because now I think I've accumulated enough points between Southwest and my Chase Sapphire Preferred that I could go for a couple weeks and not spend a single dime on flights or a hotel. And that's usually the most expensive part. I'm not a financial expert. I'm not like a travel agent expert, whatever. But I do enjoy reading about this stuff and I do enjoy sharing it. So all of the information that I'm providing is based off of my experience and my experience alone. Now, I want to get into the credit cards that I would like to get in the future. One that I've had my eye on is the American Express Gold Card. This one has a higher annual fee, but it's something I'm willing to pay. I was teetering back and forth between the American Express Gold Card and then the Delta Sky Miles cards. So there are pros and cons to each, but I'll read my notes here. With the American Express Gold Card, you're getting four times the points back when you are grocery shopping at supermarkets, three times points back on all travel booked through their website, 
two times back on rental cars and then one times the points back one time points back on all other purchases and with the delta sky miles you're getting two times put the points back on delta and then one times the mile back on all other purchases the reason i haven't really made a decision yet is because i don't necessarily fly delta but i might fly delta if i were able to use a credit card that would give me the points to pay for those flights because Again, I like to ball on a budget. I feel like Delta is a little bit extra, but if I'm going to be taking longer flights, I would want to be a lot more comfortable. I also like the benefits of the American Express Gold Card. With the Platinum Card, you do have access to the Delta Lounge and their showers and free food and alcohol and Wi-Fi while you are in the lounge, which I think is nice considering their are lounges that come up and are built more and more often. But I don't know as though I can validate that if I could go to a local like Planet Fitness and take a shower there if I already have a membership there. So that's where your lifestyle has to kind of, you have to assess what your lifestyle is like and if that's something that you can validate. Because for me, I don't necessarily think that is where I am at yet to validate that. But I would always be interested in flying Delta. I don't necessarily think the Amex Gold Card is for everyone because if you don't like to travel, it not it won't really be worth it. If you prefer to get cash back, I would stick to other credit cards that offer cash back services or that option and opportunity. I just don't think that the Gold Card is that. Something that I was looking at and kind of pining at and something I'd be interested in down the road, but I would honestly prefer having a platinum. And I think that that just offers a whole different level of travel experience. It is a little bit more upscale and something that I desire, again, to each their own. But that's how I travel on a budget. That's how I'm able to travel without really spending too much. I think that it takes a little while to get in the groove with the travel points and credit card statements. One thing that I like to do, and if someone were coming to me and asking me questions about travel credit cards, I would tell them to rotate their credit cards. So for a year or for six months, you use one credit card. For another six months, you use another credit card or using those credit cards for what I get the most bang for my buck for. So with my Sapphire Preferred. I get five times the points back with Lyft. I don't use my Southwest card. I don't use any other credit card to Lyft. With restaurants, same thing. Chase Sapphire Preferred. With Southwest purchases, if I'm purchasing something on the airplane or if I'm purchasing a ticket, I will always do it through Southwest because I fly the most through Southwest and I'm getting two times the points back. So if I'm spending you know, $500 on that trip, I'm getting $1,000 in points, which in short term, doesn't seem like a lot, but if you do that often, it will rack up. I would also recommend if you are working in a company that allows you to travel, look at their travel benefits and see what they offer and they can provide for you. With my job right now, I'm able to sign up with a personal account and earn points for my personal account through my work travel. So I just recently got back from Kansas City and I used a rental car while I was there and those points went to my rental car service of choice. Same thing with Marriott Bonvoy. Marriott Bonvoy does have credit cards. I haven't looked too much into those because to be honest, I couldn't care less where I stay as long as it's clean and fairly nice and affordable. 
So I haven't looked too much into that, but I have been earning points for my Marriott Bonvoy account through work and through Ubers that I take. So with my company card, I will only do Uber because that's where the benefits are hooked up together. It's all about being strategic and doing your research. Some people don't want to do the research, but some crazy people like me who enjoy reading about how I can optimize my money for points back and for travel. It's fun and I like to share it. So why not? But that is going to conclude this episode of how I travel for cheap, how I think you can too, and just a little insight into travel credit cards and maybe do some research, see if it's something that you're interested in. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed it and you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.